Hey y'all, welcome to A Positive Place. My name is Sasha the Great, your host. Thank you so much for being here for episode 16 titled, I Do What I Want. Okay. Um, and it's all about feeling empowered to go after your wants, especially when they're steeped in truth and you know that your needs are already met by your creator. Why not chase after your wants? Why not own your wants? Why not make a plan? to get what you want and do what you want so i hope you guys enjoy this episode and make sure you like share comment review all the things have a wonderful and blessed sunday happy sunday it's the first sunday in the month of july the first sunday in the last half of the year make it count write down what you want and go after them love ya Hey guys, let's jump right into it. Today is a great day. Um, I want to thank all of you guys for being here. If you are listening, I want to make sure that you take this moment to acknowledge that you are a gift to someone in your life and you are the biggest gift to yourself and that you deserve to be present throughout your life. Okay, I just want to kick it off with that because, y'all, it's been a crazy week, okay? It's been a crazy week. You're going to hear the rain in the background because it's raining outside, okay? And um, I don't think it's going to cut with my audio because my phone is very close to my face, so I think we should be good. And it might be a little peaceful. I don't know. It might give you a little vibes. But if you're hearing something in the background that's the rain, I will not be editing it out. Okay? Period. So, um, this week, guys, let me start off by telling you what's going on. I'm currently on a fast. So, I usually don't talk about it. With anyone while I'm on the fast, like maybe one or two people might know because it slipped out. But um, whenever I go on fasting, I try not to tell anyone. There was a time when I would, like I would announce to my friends, I'm going on fasting. So blah, 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 blah. But I don't know. I find it more powerful. And through my reading, I see that it's best not to tell people when you're on fasting it's no one's business and I feel like it's such a powerful thing because I don't know I feel like that type of the the choice to do something that impactful in your life is usually something you want to share with other people you know you want to tell people I'm on fasting so I can't do that (laughs) You feel me? You, I don't know. I don't see anything wrong with wanting to share that. But it wasn't until I started the practice. Well, let me say, I didn't see anything wrong with wanting to share that. Um, but it wasn't until I started practicing, practicing not to share it that I find... It's been the most impactful for me. Those have been the the most impactful times I've had in my life so far. I swear to God, I swear. I, it sounds very extreme if you haven't fasted before, and it sounds very extreme if you if you don't encounter this on a consistent basis. Like it's not something you do often. You might be like, "Girl, what?" <laughs> are you talking about but it's so crazy how powerful it is when you fast bruh I cannot put it into words completely but if you haven't done it I just encourage you to do it it might not be for everyone okay but for me personally I said I was gonna stop saying that for me personally for me god for me (laughs) I um I find it to be a very important time in my life. And whenever I choose not to fast, usually it's deliberate. It's like, oh, I want to I continue some foolishness, so 
let me let me hold off on my fast because I know once I do my fast, I come face to face with everything again and it grounds me in a way that my usual rituals throughout the week or throughout the month um, or that I do on a more, cons- a more frequent basis. It grounds me in a way that they don't. You know, like it's just a like, oh, you thought you were grounded. <laughs> let, let me let me ground you real quick for real, for real. That's what it feels like. And for me. So I have to confront a lot of things like I'm I'm forced to face a lot of things about how I'm feeling and um, what I'm doing and what I'm noticing and what I'm not, what I'm choosing not to pay attention to, like all of those come front and center and I'm really forced to deal with myself. I feel like it's such a powerful thing on so many different levels because mentally you're, you're, you're enforcing something on yourself that you don't necessarily have to do. No one's going to come and lock you up if you don't fast. (laughs) The majority of us don't even fast. You know what I'm saying? Like on purpose. You know what I'm saying? You might, you might, you might experience it in a way because, you know, financially you're in a situation that after you get paid on that second day before you're supposed to get your next paycheck, all of your funds have dwindled significantly. So, you know, around this time your situation humbles you because you don't you're not over here fattening up your life with the pleasures of things you know you're not eating the best meal right now no you know usually sometimes you could go get a burger three days in a week go out and eat it might not be a burger for you know different levels for other people but for some people spurging on an expensive burger three days in one week is a lot you know what i'm saying And for others, it might be, okay, well, you can afford to eat out every day this month. (laughs) You You can afford to do it. But now you're overdoing it. Now now you're overdoing it. You know what I'm saying? You're overdoing it. And um, you get to the the end of the month because that's how it is when when you just get paid, right? You get all your money and you just like, mm, I see a lot of extra cash I could use to do some crazy fun stuff, whatever that might be for you. Take an extra trip, buy an expensive bag. I don't know, order a whole bunch of books, buy more groceries than usual this month. You know, you, y'all know how it go. Even with your meals, like when you just got paid, you're more likely to buy something expensive. Or a little bit more costly than what you would 13 days later. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where all, you don't have that lump sum of money in your account looking at you right now. And you're, you're thinking of all the possibilities. When your lack of consistency in your everyday life has bled over into your finances. And now you're headed towards the end of your, your pay week. Or your pay schedule. What is it? Your fortnight. So you're on that 13th day. You're waiting for your next check to hit. You really don't have that much money. So now you're having to ration out things. No, I can't go out right now. Um, (laughs) Can we schedule it for the next two weeks? You know? Or, you know what? I'm not going to go ahead and get that expensive ass lace wig. I'm just going to get me some big braids, $80. They're going to look good. And that's going to give me some extra cash for gas or to possibly get my nails done or to put on top of another bill like, and still take care of myself. You know, it's different for everyone. But I feel like on all levels, wherever you are financially, once that money hits, once you're in the fluff of it where the money is coming in, it's different than the tail end where things start are starting to dwindle if you don't have a proper handle of your on your finances and you're unable to you know create that that consistency no matter what then you're dealing with the former which is 
having to figure it out when it gets to the end. And when you're in that situation, you're going to make you're going to try to make better decisions to make it until that next check. So if you don't have to go out, you're not going to go out. Some of us, some of us are in that role. Some of us still don't give a damn. Like, okay, I don't have it. I'm still going to find a way to go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still going to find a way to go. I can't afford it. I'm still going to find a way to buy it. Whatever I got to do, I'm going to get it. Now, some of us are at the, the point in our lives where we can notice where the f- the funds are shortening up and we just pull back. So, okay, I'm not going to go out this weekend. I'm going to cook from home this week. I'm um, not going to get my nails done this week. I'll just miss these two weeks because I'm going to make sure my bills are paid. And if I got to shorten up on some certain things for myself, that's what it's going to be. But I'm going to hop back on when that next check comes next week. You feel me? I go get my hair and my nails and everything done then. So there are some of us that are in that situation. And then there are others who, you know, have mastered their finances to the point that no matter what their current situation is, they've set themselves up in a place where they'll be able to maintain their lifestyle consistently. And I think a lot of us aim to be in that place. And... I feel like that's another level of being. It takes another level of being as an individual to consistently stay in that place because that requires a lot of balance. That requires you saying, okay, well, I know the money's not going to always be coming in. So let me be a little bit more consistent with my spending. Let me be consistent with my balances. That's the one who's really in tune with what's going on in their life so that as life takes its you know, dips and comes back up, you're still maintaining. You're not overspending just because you got a big bonus this month. No, you're putting all that extra crap in the savings because you really don't need it right now. You might treat yourself a little bit, but you're not going to overdo it just because we're in the fatty parts of the year right now. So then when the skinny parts of the year come, You're still able to maintain what you've been maintaining in the fatty parts of the year because you've been operating in a place of balance. So you were never overspending anyway. So now that you need it, you got it. You you got it and you can still maintain your lifestyle and you're really not taking away too much from what you've already worked to build. You know, financially, emotionally, I'm talking about in every way of in your life. This applies in every area of your life. And what um, fasting does for me is bring me face to face with all those areas of my life and how I'm operating every time I do it. It's like you, you, you have to look yourself in the mirror and evolve. You don't have a choice (laughs) or you continue doing the foolishness. You just continue doing the foolishness until you realize that there's only one true way to get to where it is that you want to be. There's a lot of different routes and you can take any one you want, but we all, I think we all know what is really the best route for us. And deep inside, it's just whether or not we want to admit it, it's whether or not we really want to step out on that is whether or not we're going to let what we feel about ourselves and our decisions in our lives be more important than how anyone else might perceive the timing of my life. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's only when you get to that point that you're able to maintain that consistent level of growth and peace. That doesn't mean that you're going to be always doing things right down to the T, like I got everything right. I got everything figured out. No, but you're consistently working on yourself spiritually. You're consistently opening up yourself to figure things out. So you might not be who you want to be or who you see yourself as as your ultimate goal right now. But you're going to get there because you're working for it. In whatever form that is, you're working to face it so it will be yours. But I feel like a lot of us aren't working to face what we truly want. We're working to do what 
other people find acceptable, what other people are open to, what other people will, will, you know, align themselves with. And what, like, why are we even trying to do that? Why are we even trying to do that? No, it's about what works for you. You, and you don't want to attract anyone else. You don't want to attract anyone in your life as you move forward who's not in alignment with who you truly are. Or you're going to be out here doing a whole bunch of stuff that you don't even need to be doing. <laughs> you don't even need to be. What you doing all that for? What you really doing all that for? What you going through all of that for? When you know that this isn't what you really want. This is not what you want. Who are you doing it for? You know? I don't know, y'all. I hope I'm making sense because I just felt it today. I was just like... I think it's because I put a lot of pressure on myself. And I'm I'm noticing it in other people as well. Like, I don't know if... It's my fasting that's making it apparent to me. I don't want to go ahead and just like attribute everything to fasting. I don't know what it is, but I'm telling you in this moment while I'm fasting, I'm more aware of how the people around me are feeling on a collective level. Not like what they're going through individually, like, oh, this person is dealing with this specific thing. But on a collective level, I just feel like a lot of us are struggling with truly advocating for ourselves, struggling with really being being courageous enough to say, I'm not going to do that because I don't want to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. You know, it's I don't know. It's a weird thing to come face to face with because I feel like society teaches you that what you need trumps what you want. You know? But I don't feel like spiritually, I don't feel like that's how it is. I feel like spiritually is what you want trumps what you need because if we th- if we think about religion in the general sense, um, I feel like people who are usually religious you know, that have a certain denomination. They all know that whoever their creator is, that is who you need. I feel like that's the collective idea that you need your creator. It is best for you to have a relationship with your creator. You know what I'm saying? That, that's just the idea behind it. But I feel like much of the lessons that you learn in religion are based on people making decisions based on their wants and not necessarily what they need. Like, okay, you need God, but I don't want it right now. (laughs) I want to do what I want. I want to, you know what I'm saying? I want to say what I want. I want to treat people how I want. I want to, I just... And I feel like we all go through that. We all go through different times in our lives where we're we're acting in that way, whether we realize it or not. It doesn't mean that you're going to actually literally say, I don't want to do what God wants me to do. (laughs) No, but you say it with your actions, though. You say it when you make no time to read your Bible. You make no time to pray unless you're eating over your, you're eating your food which is something thoughtless you, you you probably don't even really sit and think about what it is you're saying it just runs out of your mouth you know just out of habit you're really not connecting to your creator because right now you don't want to you don't want to and that is the truth that's the truth <laughs> That's the truth that I feel like a lot of people don't want to come face to face with. That is the truth. That is what you're saying every day. You choose others over yourself. I don't I don't want to choose me right now. That's when you know you know that 
I don't know. I just feel like. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to take it down the wrong route because I just want to see. <laughs> track because right now my brain is going like every single like I'm thinking about how this applies in so many different ways at once and my brain is like running down all the streets at one time (laughs) it's like a scene out of Naruto bitch it's like a whole bunch of me (laughs) running through every stream of conscious thought I have right now and they're all like they're all like syncing up and they're all thinking about them at one time (laughs) y'all know what I'm talking about you know, with that in mind, I feel like it forces you to be balanced in all your decisions. And, you know, that kind of mirrors what fasting is for me on a bigger level. It's like whenever I fast, I withhold from myself certain things and that I'm used to operating with on a day-to-day basis. And they might not necessarily be bad things. Like, there's nothing wrong with going on social media. But I do feel like if you're going on social media very often, all of a sudden, there's a reason. (laughs) What's causing that? What's making you want to concentrate so much time into social media all of a sudden? You know, it's just a way of checking in with yourself. You might be doing something more often than not or more often than you were before and you're noticing it you check in with yourself and you might realize that it's it's actually a great thing i'm actually doing something positive because maybe i created a social media account and i'm more active i'm more engaged i'm communicating with people more i'm establishing friendships and relationships more like you know for you it might be a good thing but it's always good to check in with yourself and so that you can even make room for yourself in that space and really determine okay well even though i'm doing all of these things can i make sure that i'm designating enough time for myself so that i know that i'm operating in my truth since i'm in a space that constantly pushes other people's lives in front of me you get what i'm saying so, I mean, like I said, it's different levels for different people based on where you are in your life. But for me, that's not the case. I don't make no money off social media. <laughs> I don't make no money off social media. I am a spectator. Okay. <laughs> I am a spectator. I have no business being on social media as long as I be on social media. Even with how busy I am, because I'm very busy, okay? I still feel like I am on social media way too much. So that's what I entered into my fast this time. You know, that's what I entered into it with. Usually it's like more focused on, like I pick whatever I want to use to fast. Anything that I feel like I'm noticing, anything that I want to, anything that I feel like, yeah, I'm because I'm trying to be in tune with my life on a general basis, on a daily basis, I generally know where things are out of place or where things are trending in a different route. Even if I can't pinpoint it down to the smallest detail, I know in generally, okay, I'm eating out a little too much this month. Like I'm aware of that, you know, and I think having that awareness is the beginning of change. But at least try to be aware of what you're doing. And yeah, that's what that's what fasting does for me. I I pick the things that I notice that I'm increasing or decreasing on and I make them my focus. So at one point I wasn't feeling too good. So my focus was more on what I was eating. And I completely abstained from anything other than fruits and vegetables and water for seven days. For some people who fast a lot, that's light work. But for me, baby, I almost died, okay? I had like two meltdowns, okay? It's crazy to, it's crazy to really consider the impact food has on you, okay? Which is why it's so important for us to be aware of what we're putting in our bodies, but that's a whole nother conversation. Um, but you know, so I, if I notice, like, okay, I've done that in the past where it's just food because I'm concerned about my health. 
I might be feeling a little weak and I don't I don't have the energy for a lot of things or I'm feeling a little depressed and da 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 I'm having bad eating habits. I notice I'm snacking a lot. I'll usually make that like a food focus and try to like, you know, pray and write and journal. That's just a normal part of my fasting. I have to pray every day. I have to journal every day. And I have to do my little, you know, morning rituals and stuff like that. Now, this fast for me um, was kind of different. It wasn't so much focused on food except for the fact that I want. I realized I wasn't feeling good when I was eating meat. So I decided to cut meat for this fast and see how I feel. If I'm seeing any changes, because then if I see some changes after my fast, then I know, okay, it might have definitely been the meat. If I eat meat every day and for seven days I don't eat any meat and I feel much better, then the meat might have something to do with it. You know what I'm saying? And then um, I also noticed that I was starting to snack a lot again. Um, So I cut all sweets like snacks. And I was I noticed I was eating out a lot, so I told myself I could not eat out at all during my fast. I have to cook, I have to prepare my food. I will not buy or order food from anywhere. You get what I'm saying? So you just know what your weaknesses are or what you're noticing and you hone in on them during your fast by, you know, pulling yourself away from it. I really I really found the resolve to stand up for myself in a way that I don't think I've done in a long time. I feel like in the past, I, I've i tried to make the best decisions for myself as long as they align with, I don't know, a certain level of, I don't know, some superfluous boundary or ex- not even boundary, like expectation that other people might have of what I should achieve you know I hope that makes sense (laughs) but basically what I'm saying is like I was saying that I was choosing for myself but on some very small level I was choosing for myself within the limits of what I thought was acceptable for where people expect people to be at my age. You know what I'm saying? Like the general message that's sent to society about what your life should look like, what a successful woman looks like, what a successful black woman looks like, what a successful beautiful black woman looks like, what that, what require, what that, what society says is the requirement for that was kind of like my spectrum of where I decided I would fit myself in into into that ideal. And I don't know, my fast just made me feel like, uh, no. <laughs> no. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not doing that anymore. Do y'all understand for the longest I was considering getting surgery? Like... I was considering getting my butt done. I paid for <laughs> I paid for the um I paid the, the I paid the deposit and I had my date. My date is in 2 weeks. Okay, I was going to go get the surgery. <laughs> All right. And thank God I did the fast when I did because I was really thinking about pushing off my fast. I don't know why. I don't know. I was thinking like, okay, well, my surgery's coming up. I want to eat as much as I can, as much as I can right now, to fortify my body. <laughs> or I was just like, you know, I need to do research. I need to be online. I need to be watching these Instagram pages, even though being off of Instagram is a part of my fast. I need to, I need to see what's going on, so I can see what I want my body to look like. The more pictures, the better. So I'm just trying to see and gather as much information as possible. So when I go to the doctor, I can be like, listen, sir, I got it all planned out here. Okay, I did my research. I want it to swoop like this at the bottom. 
have a little hang time, but I don't want it to droop, okay? I don't want it to, you see how this picture here, it spans out past her hips and she looked kind of funny. I don't want that. So I was collecting I was collecting tons of evidence. Okay. I wanted to I wanted him to have no reason to fuck up. I mean, oh, see I'm trying not to curse. I wanted him to have no reason. But did y'all notice I haven't cursed the whole podcast except for right then? And I caught it immediately. <laughs> so you see, it's, it's working. But anyway, I want to make sure I minimize the possibility of me coming out of that room looking like a tooth. Okay. So I was looking for every single picture of what and what not to do to show this man. <clears throat> so I could be like, listen, this is not what I said. If anything went wrong, because I was going to fight that man tooth and nail. If I didn't come out right, <laughs> I was going to lose every dollar I had fighting this man about my shape. If he, he was going to have to do me over for free when I was done with him. Okay. I was planning. I was planning it. I had my plan together. Okay. I was collecting evidence and I'm just like, okay, even though I'm scared and I'm nervous, I'm going to go do it. Then I go on my fast and it was bothering me a lot. And then I don't know something about it. Um, when I stopped coming, stopped going on social media, and uh, like trying not to go on social media as much, I don't know. Like, I just, rem- I don't know. I received this gentle reminder that <clears throat> if I want to do it, okay. But if you don't want to do it, what is making you feel like you have to go and do it? You should not feel like this if it's really something you want to do. It's not about it being wrong or right or, oh, natural bodies versus fake bodies. It has nothing to do with that, okay? Do what you want to do. You want to go get your body done, go get your body done, all right? It has nothing to do with any of those stupid-ass reasons that people want to use to be for or against surgery. Do what you want to do because you want to do it is what I think is the most important thing. Because either way, you're more able to live with the consequences, I feel, if there are any. Because you chose to do it because you wanted to do it. You really wanted to do it. And I feel like a lot of times in life, we do things not necessarily because we want to do it. Because we think, oh, this is what we need to do. Need to do according to whom? Because I'm the only one living this experience in this body. Need to do according to whom, though? And who has the right to tell you what you need to do? Nobody. Unless they created you. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And according to who created me, I'm fine exactly how I am. (laughs) And it's not like I'm in a... It's not like I'm in a place where I know that and I still feel like I want to do it. That would be... I feel like that's a normal place to be. Like, yeah, I know that God made no mistakes with me. God loves me as I am. But I want to get this booty because I want to. Go ahead and trust that the Lord will guide and protect you and do your research and all of that. I am for it. Okay? And if you're in the place where you're like, um, I don't want to do too much. I just, you know, whatever it is, or I want to do it all the way up. Like I want everything. Boom, boom, big titties, teeth, everything. Like, I don't care. I don't feel like that's anybody's business. That's not for anyone to patrol why you're doing what you're doing. That's your business. Do you want to do it? (laughs) Is this something you truly want to do? I feel like that is the question. Is it truly something you want to do? Do you really want to marry this man? Do you really want to marry this woman? Okay, you had a baby for her, with her or whatever. Do you truly want to be in her life? Because if not, why are you there? 
don't make it difficult for the parties involved by not operating in your greatest good. Who cares whose feelings are going to get hurt? Yeah, it's sad. People are going to get hurt because you're not doing what they have planned in their life and how you fit in in their life. But that is not your job. Your job is not to do what other people expect based on the picture they have of you in their life. You, your job is to operate in your authenticity, in your truth, no matter how uncomfortable that might make other people. And I feel like if you don't want to do something, why do it? And I know that's easier said than done because I've been living that way where I've been doing a lot of things I don't want to do because I felt like I needed to. Like, oh, I'm going to work this job because I need this apartment and I need to pay this and I need to pay that. And I, need. And I feel like, my, you know, that, that's been my thought process. And it wasn't until... I've gone through my fasting like right now where I'm realizing like certain things are becoming I want to do it. Even things that I thought I needed to do before, they're becoming because I want to do it. I actually want to do this. I want to get this extra cash. You know, it's focusing on the positives over the negatives because I feel like in everything there's going to be an, a, uh, a part of it that you want to do and a part of it that you don't. I don't feel like anything is just cut and dry, but are the wants more than the than the than the don'ts do you want to do this more than you don't i hope i'm being clear you know like and that's where i was when it, when it came to my surgery i was just like okay um i kind of want to do it i think it will be bomb i think my doctor is awesome i've seen his work it's great i knew i know i would look bomb but do I want to do that? I don't, I don't want to do it. <laughs> and I don't know why I was fighting with myself so much to do it or consider it or just do it. Because, you know, when you can afford it and you have people encouraging you to do it and you can see where you could benefit from it um, because that's your ideal body. You're able to make your ideal body. It's very tempting not to do it because you can. Nothing's stopping you from doing it. It's not like, oh, I, I really can't afford it. So I'm going to just chill and love what I got. <laughs> you feel Because I can't afford to not love what I got. This is what I got and I'm going to have to deal with this for a while. But I feel like when you're in a situation where you can afford to just do certain things, it becomes less about that and more about like okay why are you doing it (laughs) and I feel like it should be that way in general like whether or not you can afford it or not when you go into any situation you want to take a step back and think am I doing what I want to do and If your answer is no at first, think about, okay, well, is there any part of this that is a part of it that I want to do? Like, okay, you might have a job and you don't necessarily want to, like right now, I don't necessarily want to work overnight. So if I choose to focus on that part of my job, that aspect of my job, then my perception is going to be, I don't want to work. But that's not true. I actually don't mind working at night. (laughs) I really don't. I prefer working at night than in the day. And knowing my job, you know, I have my reasons. My job is, my job is bliss. (laughs) So when I really think about it that way and I'm just like, bruh, I'm up at night, four days out of the week. Um, Not really having a great sleep schedule. Because, but I'm making really good money and it's, it doesn't feel like work. So there's a part of me that wants to do that more than it doesn't. <laughs> I'm naturally a lazy person. So this is like the perfect job for me. <laughs> 
But for a good moment, I was thinking like, no, I don't want to do this. Like, I want to quit this job. I want to quit this job. I hate this stupid job. <laughs> this job don't make no damn sense. I just don't like this job. You know what I'm saying? No, Mm-mm. I'm quite fine. You know, and I feel like um, when you take a moment to step away from things and deprive yourself of certain things, deprive yourself of certain things, um, you allow space for you to really come face to face with your decisions and your thought process and what you was tripping over that you, you know, sometimes we act like brats in our own life. Oh, I want it to be this way. It has to be exactly this way or I'm not going to be happy. Like, no, you have to find happiness in every small thing that you do. And if you are unable to find any ounce of happiness or if the sadness um, exceeds the happiness that you're able to find in any one thing, then you need to move on and be at peace with whatever comes with you moving on because... You don't need to stay in that situation if you don't want to be there. It's like a beautiful dance between wants and needs. (laughs) You know? And I feel like advocating for yourself and trying to ensure that you have balance is the key to succeeding at that dance between wants and needs in your life. And I feel like you don't necessarily need to do anything that doesn't align with your wants. Honestly, because if you feel like you need to work X amount of hours because you got to go get this house, you got to go, you know, that's how I was feeling. So I can only speak from my experience. Like I, I was willing to sacrifice whatever To make sure that I got my house this year. So if I got to work extra amount of hours, kill up myself, not eat, (laughs) you know, go to bed late, not feel well, feel drained, not live life for a little bit. That's what I have to do to get what I got to get. And I know that that's something that's really preached in our culture and in our community. But I don't feel that it's the healthiest way of being. I feel like, yeah, go for what you want, make sacrifices, but be balanced in your decisions. Because what is it all for if you are not happy and whole and healthy at the end of it? You know, like, what is the point? So... Yeah, go get that surgery if that's what you want. Like, if that's what you want. Yeah, go be with that man if that's what you want. If that's what you want. Not based on what anyone else wants. Grow out your hair if that's what you want. If you want to shave your hair off and go bald, do it because that's what you want. Not because people are telling you that you have horrible hair, your hair's never going to grow. And now you're believing it. No. If that's what you truly want, then do it. You know, if you really want to be married, then do it. If you really feel like you want to have children, then do it. Don't be out here having kids knowing damn well that is not what you want. That's what this man wants. That's what your auntie wants. That's what your mom wants. You know, some of us things happen to, and, you know, in, in different areas of our lives, things happen to us, whether we want it or not. It's just like certain things get forced onto our lives through others. Um, so we already have those things that we cannot, we don't have any control over. They happened. Or they'll happen. Like you driving down the street and getting hit by a car. That's not something you want. (laughs) But there are other people at play here in life. And that's why we all need to realize that we have a direct cause and effect on each other. You know, you can force your situation into someone else's life. 
because you refuse to come face to the face, come face to face with the fact that you're unhappy about something and you're doing something that you don't want to necessarily do. Now you're drinking more and you're partying more or, you know, you're more abusive with your words or, you know what I'm saying? And you decide to go into a car because you're drinking more and you're driving down the road and you slam into somebody else who's just out here trying to figure, you know, they're wherever they are in their life. But your life intersects with theirs because of your choices. You get what I'm saying? So, you know, you have to really understand that you being your best self is truly for your good and for the greatest good of all. Like all people. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We need people to really want to walk in their truth and be happy. Like everybody doesn't want to be a doctor. Everyone doesn't want to get their butt done. Everybody doesn't necessarily... Like, it's cute. Like, some people look really nice. (laughs) You know? Like, some people look really good with it. And I'm just like, damn, I know I could go get that. I could find me a good doctor and I could go get that. But do I really want to? I don't don't really want to do that. (laughs) You know, some people, even with, like, the teeth thing, like, some people have some really gorgeous new sets of teeth. And it'll make you be like, damn, all right, if I could just get it like that, I'll do it. But some of us are just like, "Mm, I don't really want to do that. (laughs) I I know my teeth aren't perfect, but I don't really want to do that. And I feel like being on either side of that argument is absolutely fine as long as it's you wanting to be on that side and you're not feeling forced to like, oh, you got to go do your body because you ain't got no ass. <laughs> According to the standards of what ass is, you ain't got none. OK, so go do your body. Go get it done. If you could do it, why not do it? Go do it. But some of us don't really care. <laughs> we don't really care. We know that you care. We know that you're going to talk about it. And maybe that part uh, makes us care a little. Like, uh, now I have to, like, show this person that this superficial thing doesn't mean that much to me. You know? But we don't care about... We don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Especially in my situation where I know, like, I don't have, I've never had the biggest butt. Like, I'm not known for my butt. I don't think no one knows me for my butt. <laughs> okay. But my butt's cute. And I got a bomb ass shape. That's how I feel about myself. Okay. But you see, when I lose weight, it could be five pounds. It could be two pounds. Okay. Any amount of weight I lose, my butt and my boobs completely decrease. I don't know why. I don't know. They just go. They just go. They're just like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, we out. (laughs) You feel me? So it's just like, and I notice it. I'm just like, damn. Other people are not going to notice it, but I notice it. So, and some people do, but you know, I don't think they notice it the way that you do because you're in your body. And I just be like, because I like being thick. I love when I'm thick. I like when things are rolling and clapping and flapping and folding. And I know in society, you're not supposed to like that. You're supposed to want to have the perfect slim waist, no belly, your booty's firm, the boobs sit up right, and everything's right and tight. I don't like that. I like softness. I like, I love seeing fluffy girls. By no means am I gay, okay? But I can appreciate women. And I think women of all types are beautiful. But just my natural, you know, my natural sense of, of what appeals to me is fluffy girls, <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Just beautiful, thick, bountiful women. 
I just love it. And I'm naturally not that way. <laughs> so, so whenever I gain weight, I feel so good. I'm like, ooh, I'm going into the BBW. And even though I'm nowhere near there, in my mind, in my mind to me, I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm, JV of the Thick Squad. Don't play with me. I could make it jiggle. I got some jiggling back there, okay? Ooh. Ooh, you know me. I was just, I was just clapping, clapping my ass. Okay, but yeah, that's what, that's the type of vibes I be on. I like them thick. Okay, now when it comes to men, I don't know. I don't really, I don't mind a man with a little weight on them. I don't really like skinny men. So maybe I don't know. Maybe it's something in my genes. I don't know. I just love some weight, like. I like a little meat. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. And I know that it's hard for um, us slimmer girls, a lot of us to hear, because I feel like most people um, in our community, at least, I think the rest of the world is starting to like profess their like for it too. But in our community, that's been the standard. Like we like them thick, period. Thick, 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 thick. Thick, 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 thick. Okay, thick. We like thick. Is it thick? <laughs> Let me get that thick piece of macaroni and cheese right there. Let me get, you know, we like it thick. Okay. But, um, you know, sometimes the skinny girls aren't celebrated that much. And so that can give you a whole issue with yourself. When you you really necessarily don't have an issue with your body. We let other people make us feel like we should feel uncomfortable. And then there are those who really do feel uncomfortable. And they want to do whatever they can to change it. That's different. You want to. You want to, so do it. But I'm talking about the people who don't necessarily want to do certain things. And we do it anyway. Because something outside of us is telling us that we need to. But we don't want to. It's like your parents telling you, oh, you need to get all A's so you can get into an Ivy League. But at the root of it, you don't really want to go there. You don't really want to go. You don't really care to go. You don't really care to have a degree. That's not really what you want. But you don't know how to say that. There's no space for you to say that. No one's advocating for you to say that. You know, no one's creating an environment where you want to even acknowledge that you feel that way. Because there's one way that you're taught to be and one way that you're taught to succeed or one way that your whole family has agreed upon as the standard of success and how to get there. And so we're taught at an early age to not pay attention to what we want. It's what I say you need. You know what I'm saying? It's what I say you need. I say you need to go to college, so you need to go. And I think it starts from there. Like, <laughs> I think it starts in the home where we have to start creating spaces for our children and for each other, even as adults, to really say what we want. I don't want to be in this marriage. I don't want to be with you anymore. I don't want to be your friend. I don't want to wear that. I don't want to cook. I don't want to clean the kitchen. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to travel. I know you want to. I know everyone's talking about it on social media. I don't want to. I don't want to smoke. I don't want to drink. I don't want to go to parties. I don't want to wear weave anymore. I don't want to get surgery. I don't want to listen to certain types of music. Don't, I, like, but if you really think about how many of the small choices that you have that you really release to other people to make for you because you don't want to feel like the outcast. You don't want to feel alone. You don't want to feel misunderstood. I don't know. My fast just gives me the strength to be like, don't care. <laughs> don't care what none of y'all think. Don't care what no one's saying. I don't want to do it. And if I don't want to do it, I ain't going to do it. 
Period. <laughs> Period. Period. My needs are already met. What I what I find that I have difficulty with and a lot of us have difficulty with is navigating our wants, standing up for our wants. Because if you really look at it, all your needs are already met. What you truly need, your health. <laughs> they are met. Now it's time for you to fine-tune your wants. And I feel like the more in line we are with what we truly want, the more joyful our life is. And we get to where we want to be. Not where people say we need to be, where we want to be. I don't know if I'm making sense, but I hope I am. And... Yeah, that was what was on my heart today. And my situation, I was for, I was facing a lot of things like going back to not eating meat, not necessarily because anyone's saying that I should, but because I ne- I don't want to. I don't want to eat I don't want to eat chicken and pork. And I, I stopped eating pork years ago, but I don't want to eat chicken and beef anymore. I just don't want to. Not for any self-righteous reason. <laughs> I just don't want to. And that's that's enough. And I feel like if we were to relate that to things that have a little bit more of a complexity, such as relationships, like, oh, okay, this person's good to you. They're giving you everything you ever dreamed of. They're giving you money. and They're respecting you and all of that. But something about it... I don't know, whatever it is. You just don't want to be in that relationship right now. That is okay. It's okay for you to meet Mr. Right and you're just not in the place to receive it. So you don't want to be in that relationship right now. You have, you have the right to pick, choose, and refuse. It's up to you. Or you're in a relationship, you have kids, you love each other. But you don't want to be with this person anymore. Everything is telling you that you need to because the kids are still young. And, you know, who wants to deal with all the finances? And this person's been with you for so long. But deep down inside, you don't want to be here anymore. Then why be there? Why be there? Why be there? (laughs) Why be there? The children will be better off for it if you are doing what you really want to do. You will be better off for it. That person who you are refusing to leave, even though you know you don't want to be there, will be better off for it. Let them go on and live their lives. Let them let them be able to be in a better space with you because you're a happier person. Give them that gift by gifting yourself with being in alignment with what you want. What you want is enough. You'll figure out there's always a way. If you really sit and think about it, there's always a way. It's just that are you willing to deal with the sacrifices that it requires to go that way? You might just you might just want to be in a very humble situation right now where you don't want any bills, you don't want to be dealing with anything, you don't want to be dealing with anyone, you just want to be ducked off for a little bit. Well, what is that going to require? It might require you distancing yourself from certain people. It might require um, you downsizing the way that you live and where you go and all of that that you work so hard to keep up. Are you willing to go ahead and do that? It might require you dating someone who doesn't look like what you've told yourself in your head is who you should be dating. Because that's what society finds socially acceptable. No, it might be somebody who looks very different than that. You know, your dream house might not be what everyone else thinks is so impressive. And that is okay. Because it don't make no sense you go kill up yourself for something that you don't want. You don't truly want it because you will attain it. You will. Because anything you work towards, you will have. Whether positive or negative. You will attain it, but you will not be happy. 
And guess what? If you have enough time on earth, eventually you'll get to the point where you're just like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and sell this house. (laughs) This isn't what I want. And you end up really going after what you want. Hope most of us, you know, we just hope that we get to that point where if I don't have the courage now to really go for what I want, I hope at some some point in my life I am. And a lot of us save that for when we're older, when we think no one else cares. No, do it now. Who cares what anyone else thinks? Do it now. Whatever it is that's going to make you happy, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. If you like girls and you've been dating men, I suggest you stop now. (laughs) And stop ruining all the good men for the women like me. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't do it. Just let that man go now so he can come find me. All right? Thank you very much. Management. (laughs) But that applies in everything, guys. You know? Just do that thing now, man. Stop wasting people's time. Stop wasting your time. Make the world a better place by making the best decisions for yourself. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and drop it right there. Today is my Friday. And what I want to do right now is eat. So I'm going to go eat, watch me some movies. And I notice the more that I make room for what I want, um, the things that I used to feel like I needed to do become wants to. I trust that I'm going to get where I need to get. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to episode 16. Woo! Can't believe it. (laughs) We are at the beginning of the latter part of the year. I'm so excited for us. You've now entered the rundown. I hope you enjoyed episode 16 talking about doing what you want. And I know for some of us, um, or for a lot of us in different ways, it doesn't always feel like what you want is what's best for you. And that's a normal place to be. I just want to encourage you to know that that just means that you need to do some inner work because you should always want what's best for you. You should always want to do what is going to put you in a position to win put you in a position to be your greatest self, put you in a position to help others, put you in a position where your health is at its optimal level. And that's in terms of your mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical health. So definitely if your wants are not always in alignment with that, then it simply just means that you just need to go within and do some more work. See why that is, get therapy, get help, um, do some journaling, you know, Take some time for yourself. Separate yourself from some of your habits, which is why I believe going on fasts is so important because it allows you to do that. It allows you to have a little check-in with yourself and make sure that you're really operating from a genuine space that is a positive thing for you in your life. So I would encourage you to even go on a fast if you've never done one before. Um, some of the members of a positive place, (laughs) we have come together and we are on a fast together. And it's, it's so funny because it's most of the, the, the people who are in the group, forgive me, listen, I don't know what just went on, what (laughs) most of the people who are in the group, um, they participated or are participating in a positive movement as well. So it's just so cool to see everyone come together and encourage each other. We've been sharing, um, recipes and what we're doing to stay positive and stay encouraged while we're on the seven day fast. It's a Daniel fast. So, no processed foods, no bread, no um, juice, no butter, no dairy, like none of that. It's just fruits, vegetables, ground provisions, and, you know, nuts and grains, whole grains. So it's been great so far. We're only at day two, and we have five more days to go. So pray for us. <laughs> but I would encourage you guys to do some things too. Shake up your, your environment a little bit. Change your furniture in your room or in your house. Um, you know, move them around. You don't necessarily have to buy something new. Move them into a new position. You know, reorganize your wardrobe. Throw out some old pieces. 
do what you need to do to spruce up your environment probably go buy a new plant do some inner work if you need some counseling if you need um, to reach out to some people for support if you need to go to therapy whatever it needs whatever it is that you need to do to help you be your best self go ahead and do that whatever it is that you want to do go ahead and do that do what you really truly want to do and if you really want to get the help then do that because i find that regardless of what you need if you don't really want to go and do the work you won't do it no matter how much you may need it you may someone may need a job they won't go looking for one or make the effort that they need to get one unless they truly want to so you really have to want it you really have to want it. So I'm praying that you guys find the encouragement if you're you know, lacking in that area or if you need the direction. I'm praying that all of that comes to you during this time. We're in the last half of the year. I'm so excited for us. I feel nothing but positivity towards what is going to come despite what the world is dishing out in the media. In my world, there's nothing but positive vibes over here. There's so much to look forward to in the future. I'm so excited about the future. I'm planning on taking my first solo trip somewhere that I've never been. I've been on trips by myself, but usually when I get to my destination, I know the person there or I know someone there. I'm going on my first solo trip all by myself where I know no one. So I'm excited about that. I can't wait to share that experience with you all. There's just so much to look forward to. I'm so happy about our group being on fast, being on our fast together. I'm excited about that as well. Uh, that's so encouraging. And I can't wait to turn up with y'all at the end of the year and celebrate how far we've come. Listen, my booty been growing a little bit. Okay. It's been it's been all good things, okay? So I hope you guys are encouraged by this message today to do what you truly want and desire and feel empowered to step out on that. And I'm sending you guys nothing but love. Mwah. Deuces. Have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, a wonderful month, and a wonderful last half of your year. Okay? Love ya.